Welcome to Closers Over Coffee. I'm your host, Tommy Jacobs. We're podcasting worldwide, actually from various locations today. I see that, uh, Mr. <laughs> Summers, you're in, uh, you're, you're in the home studio. I'm in the home studio today. Hey, everybody. And Andrew Griswold, you're in the home living room? Home office. Yeah, oh, man. that's a home office. I'm sorry. I can't yeah. tell. A lot of sun coming through your window, though. I am a Christmas tree. Yeah, it makes you look angelic. There's like a halo around your head. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Can you go to the left? I want to see the Christmas tree during this pod. Look at that. That's all I got, man. Yeah, nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, this is great. Uh, you know, the purpose and the goal of the podcast is to create positive, open dialogue, focusing on our experiences and uh, all the opportunity that we see. Absolutely. This is episode number 12. Number 12, guys. Excellent. 12 of them. So before we get to our topic, uh, here's a segment we like to call On My Mind. You know, I think today, uh, as I've been thinking over the last several days, actually, I've been struggling a bit with just what's all going on right now. There's a lot happening. I think hmm. that it's uh, it's been a bit overwhelming. You know, we're uh, business and life. Uh, you know, we're going right into the. You know, we've had holiday after holiday, and now we're going right into the. You know, December time frame for all those celebrating. You know, Hanukkah now, and then we got Christmas coming, and you got just so much happening. Uh, the business is at some of the busiest times. This is holiday, you know, for us in the uh, consumer electronics business. Uh, this time of year is always very uh, busy. Um, and there's just so much, you know, happening. And uh, we're working on lots of new things. We have, you know, we're working on the business side, new products. On the personal side, I'm making space for yet another little one in March. And the wife is, you know, getting to that level where, you know, they're <laughs> in that last, you know, that last stage where they're, they're, they're really close a few months away. So there's just, you know, when you got, you're working on new product roadmap plans, you're working on, you know, personal side, you're working on the, another baby entering the world, baby boy, that is exciting. Um, you know, it's uh, just, it's a bit of a struggle right now for me because, um, for some reason, I always feel like I see further out than most people. And that's, that's not a, uh, a shot or anything. I just think that I'm, I see what can be of the company, you know, that, that we work for. Um, and I just, you know, it's sometimes a struggle when you don't think everyone else can see the opportunity as, as maybe clear as you can, you're trying to communicate and describe and make people understand the importance of, what's happening, where we're going. So I think, you know, honestly, it's a struggle a bit for me. And uh, hmm. I'm not saying that having a baby is a struggle. It's a very exciting time. I don't say that this time of year when it's very busy and you're selling and things are moving, that that's not exciting. But I think when you add all of these complex things happening and, uh, you know, uh, it can be kind of a struggle sometimes. And I think that as positive as, you know, we like to make it, I also think, you know, all of us sometimes come to a point where it's okay to say that, you know what, man, I'm, I'm just struggling a bit right now with all of this. And, uh, and I think that that's just fair and fine to let all of you listeners know that something kind of going on in my mind and, uh, what I've been thinking about and, and, and I'm dealing with it, you know, I'm dealing with it. But I think that on my mind right now is there's a bit of a struggle <laughs> with all of these things kind of coming uh, quickly 
and and trying to get alignment uh, on the business side and just trying to prepare on the personal side. You know, it's it would it's interesting to me that all of those at once. Um, you know, any one of those things. You know, a child coming. Which, by the way, congratulations, second son. Thank fantastic. you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Man. Um, thank you. But uh, you know, the the idea of all of those happening at, at the same time. You know, new baby plus the end of the year stuff. And you know, in our business, you know, we're we're trying to get retail flow and as as smoothly as possible. You know, we're trying to get product to people. We're trying to launch new products. All those things that are happening. Plus, our biggest trade show of the year is in January, uh, where we want to show the new stuff, what's new and exciting, and the company's growing like crazy. You know, we're making acquisitions, we're learning about new products and new brands and all that. So I'm with you, man. I feel um, a little overwhelmed with everything. I don't feel like for a minute, like it's not doable or it's not, I'm not enthusiastic about it. I'm just trying to keep everything, you know, my lists are getting longer and longer. The things I got to take out of my head and put on a piece of paper so I don't forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, to your point, it's not something that's, you know, you can't overcome or you're not, or you're scared or you're, you're upset about it. I think it's just a, a bit, sometimes you just get to that point where you're struggling a bit to just kind of get your mind where it needs to be as you go forward. And, uh, you know, but that's part of life. You know, every, it's not every day is going to be, you know, uh, rainbows and sunshine, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's just part of it. Right. And then you find out that a guy that, you know, is on here with us, uh, has got 24 hours until he starts, uh, a new adventure as well. So that's kind of, you know, that's, again, that's a little bit of a struggle for, I know you, Matt, and <laughs> I know me uh, just because of what I know he brings. And, uh, you know, it's wait, so anyway, wait, who's, leaving? who's leaving? Yeah, well, uh, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> wow, did I? We haven't even got to subjects yet or anything, have we? <laughs> no, this is still what's on your mind. Oh, I'm sorry. And it is on my mind, so I guess it's a good time to say it, you know? Yeah, it's one of those many things you got going on, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is, it is. So, I mean, you know, yeah, Andrew Griswold is, uh, is you know, he's leaving the uh, company that the three of us work for, PAC, but... He's not leaving us per se. He's just leaving, and he's going to go start a uh, a great opportunity, right, Andrew? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, I think they uh, they've been calling it the Great Resignation. It's just one of those like things that's just going rampant right now. It's people just going all over the place and getting reassigned different places and jumping ship and joining teams and places are growing like crazy and the people are just constantly moving and like doing things and. Uh, it's it's funny that you know the world never stopped turning. I think people think it did, but I don't think it ever did. Actually, you know, nothing ever <laughs> stopped. Everything kept going. Everything had to keep going, and it's just one of those you know wild times and things lined up. And uh, yeah, it's time to see what I can do. Yeah, there's so much of that happening right now. So much opportunity, um, you know. And and we are absolutely going to miss you. You will be missed. Uh, uh, just seeing your your face around the office every day. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a blast. I think Matt, especially you know, as my you know direct manager and the creative director to lead, you know, uh, could not have asked for a greater. Like, I don't think I. It took me twelve years to get to this point in my career, and then figure out, oh, this is what an actual you know leader at a team of creatives can look like or should look like. And I think that's twelve years of being beaten down and kind of looking out and seeing people lead in completely different or opposite directions than what you are right now. And I think that's, you know, one of the biggest things I'm going to take away from this for sure. So, Oh, thanks man. Appreciate that. Yeah. 
Jesus. I'm, I, I mean, guys, Matt, where's a tissue set at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Can't cry this early in the podcast. So, so <laughs> hey, look, that's, that's something for everyone to think about and consider as we go into our deep dive today. Uh, that's a lot on my mind, and I'm glad that we discussed it because, honestly, that's been on my mind, too. You know, we've lost uh, a few people. It seems like a few people a week just because of some of this, right? And I know all companies are going through this, and it's those things aren't easy because you know you grow close with people. We, we've we've you get to know families and and you get to understand them as people, and to see people leave, understanding it's great opportunity for them. Uh, the relationship is important, and I think that that kind of walks us into what today is going to be about is is workplace relationships and cool. And that's what I want to talk about today, as was workplace relationships. And these are professional relationships, right? Not this is not about dating a coworker. It's not one of those conversations. <laughs> now we've had some of that, and uh, we don't need to discuss those. I don't think, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely just truly the professional relationships you you actually grow, and honestly, they do become personal relationships on a friendship level. And I think that that's really what we want to talk about today with Andrew's big news. I mean, it's, if you look, I mean, people can look at the statistics, what I see in uh, a month ago, $4.4 million, uh, 4.4 million people resigned or left their companies. Right. Um, There's just, there is lots of numbers that are pointing to, you know, people being offered more money, bigger titles. To your point, a lot of companies growing, looking for great talent at great companies like ours, so they steal them. Uh, that just is happening across the board. And I think, look, you the, the reason you left had nothing to do with PAC or anything. It had every – in fact, I think it's been tough for you knowing all the relationships you have built in a short amount of time, I would say – um, you know, talk about some of the reasons that you did leave. And I bet there's people listening that may be in the spot you were at before you made your decision. And I think that this is uh, a good conversation. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's funny. I've had, you know, a few jobs over, you know, my short career now. And I think uh, it's it's one of the interesting things when I look back at this many career, like the, my career and how many jobs I've had, or you know, places I've been and people I've worked with. And I think the biggest thing that like, kind of connects all those is I've always gone to work with friends or people I've known or something that's familiar to me. Um, and I think that, that those friendships or those relationships that I've made or those networking events that I've gone to and those people that I've kind of grown to be friends with, um, have just become that connective tissue from every job to job to job. And, uh, yeah, it was literally a couple weeks ago. I think I gave my two weeks notice just a couple days or a day after I found out about this. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just a buddy of mine was, Hey, we've known him for, you know, 10, 12 years in the industry and reached out and said, Hey, I, you want to come hang out and do some cool stuff with me and some other friends that we've known and, uh, kind of pulls me back into the agency world. But, uh, I think it's, you know, being around those kind of, you know, those creative like-minded people that I've worked with in the past and, uh, people I've known for a long time. And it's just, it's super, you know, friendly and getting an opportunity to lead a team on the creative director side is obviously been a dream of mine for my entire career. So can't say, you know, say that's a bad thing at all. So, uh, but I think that connective thing with, you know, finding people that, you know, even though like the career, the jobs I've jumped have been completely different. One was a food industry. One was, uh, uh, digital marketing, like heavy on the digital side websites and stuff like that. So I went from traditional food marketing on shelf product 
to digital marketing. And that was the biggest jump in my career. And then I went to a more small scale agency here in Indy. And then I jumped to consumer electronics with you guys. And so it's kind of interesting that that's never scared me. I don't think any of that's ever, you know, I know what I can do and I know, you know, creative is creative as long as you make it, you know, engaging and, um, you can kind of connect with an audience and connect with people. I think that's the key of it all. But, uh, the, the easy part is the jump from one thing to the next. The hard part is leaving those people that you've become friends with and mad. I've known for a number of years now, I was trying to look back and see where we actually met first, but, uh, oh, man, it's uh, been was, a while ago. Yeah. It, it's gotta be six, seven plus years. Uh, for yeah. sure. So it's been a, it's been a bit, you know, and I think that's what's really interesting about where you are right now. Um, and it applies to a lot of people, including myself and Tommy knows this, the familiarity of, um, having worked with somebody before, but now they're in a different situation. You know, I, uh, left clips for five years. Um, and I was gone and I started my own advertising agency and, and worked through that up until the recession happened. And then, and then it got rough and I came back. Um, but it, when I came back, it was very much, this is a very familiar thing. It has grown. There's opportunity there. I'm excited about it. Um, you know, but it was also very familiar cause I was coming back to people that I worked with, with before and I knew and loved and just, you know, uh, it's like coming, coming back home to family. Uh, so I think Andrew, I'm going to give you a year, 18 months maybe, and then I'll wait for my cell phone to ring and, and we'll see if we've got a spot for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'll have to beg, <laughs> I'll have to beg at that point. That's funny. I, Matt, it's funny you said that. Cause if I look at my team today and you know, this, I think half my team are people that, uh, left, maybe not on their doing or left, uh, on their doing, uh, that have come back. And a lot of these people are 20 plus year people. Yeah. And, uh, they, they have, you know, the brands, it's in their blood. So when I had the opportunity to bring it back and it made sense in the right role, I mean, I clearly did that. And, you know, it's uh, it's funny how things work because I believe most people believe the grass is greener. And I'm not saying this to you, Andrew. I'm not saying this to you. I think that maybe it's a great opportunity. <laughs> uh-huh. But most uh-huh. people most people believe the grass is greener on the other side, and then they get over there. And they're like, Wow. Um, um, so, you know, I think you should make him wait a little bit, Matt, like making, yeah. you know, as he's starting to call, maybe don't even answer the phone, yeah, don't respond go. to texts, you know, let him, let him work for a little bit. Play hard to get, man, for sure. <laughs> it is funny that I've been going to the sales meetings and seeing some of the guys that have come back, like you were saying, Tommy is, it's hilarious. And I think it's funny. I've, I've not, I've told unbelievable things. And honestly, it was a hard thing. My wife even said, you know, if you want to stay there, you stay there. Like it's, it's a hard switch to jump jobs, especially this quickly. This is the fastest I've ever jumped to job. I hate, uh, I love staying places long-term and that's how my career has always been unless something, you know, crazy or impactful happens. And you know, Matt, the one thing, uh, is I thought was kind of funny when Andrew, you know, and I had a conversation with him on this and I shot him a note and I said, well, more importantly, are you coming still to the Christmas party? (laughs) He did. Yeah. (laughs) And I think what's funny about that is, I mean, so we host, this is all about workplace, you know, you know, I I try to host this uh, Christmas party every year. I think I'm going on the sixth, sixth year in a row. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we get all of us get together with the spouses and everything. And I think, you know, talk about relationships, like no one goes to that unless they truly, you know, it's not like something that's, you know, you need to be at or anything. You have to want, you can just come if you want, right? And open that up and to see the list. I just got the list uh, from Ashley. It's amazing. Uh, how Everybody's many people coming. Are, 
how many people are coming, how many people are flying in for it. I mean, that's awesome. uh, and, and Andrew, you know, he said, he told me that, you know, they're coming. And, uh, because you know <laughs> what, it, that relationship just, in my opinion, wasn't work. Right. It's you've, you've grown a relationship with somebody you care about right. them. And, uh, I think that's kind of what today I want to talk about Matt and, and Andrew is, you know, there's no one else you spend more time with outside of your family, outside of your immediate family than all of these wonderful people we deal with every single day. Right. So right. it's, it is your family in some way. It's your work family. And I would say with, with what I've seen over the years, I mean, it, it has become more than that. And I'm not speaking of dating or all that. I'm just saying, I think you have true friendships that you build through this that, uh, are, are, are forever lasting. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I think just in, like seeing what's going to happen at the Christmas party. I mean, there's truly love in that room and there's truly love for each other to be successful. And I know all of us wish you nothing but the best, Andrew. And I think that when he told me all that, Matt, I kind of was like, the first thing I was like, well, you're still coming to the Christmas party, You're right? still coming to the Christmas party. It'll be epic. He did. Right. He did. That was the second, probably the second text. I'll find it while we're chatting, but it was probably the second text <laughs> message. He was like, what the hell? And then he was like, you're still coming to the party, right? <laughs> oh, I, I love that. And, you know, the, the relationships, you're, you're absolutely right, Tommy. Um, you know, I'm just looking at some stats, and uh, the average person changes uh, jobs 12 times in their life these days. You know, there could be things like salary increases or you want to be in a different field or whatever, but 29% of those people, almost 30% of the people that change jobs completely change fields even. Wow. So there's got to be something about the relationships that have nothing to do with the work. Do I like this job because I like the work? Yeah. Do I like this job because I'm qualified? Yes. Or they take care of me. But at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. You're walking into a room or a building with a bunch of people that it's not a temporary thing. This is your daytime family, and and you have to work through problems. You have to work through cel- well celebrations. You have to work through you know hurdles and challenges to to work together. And everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. And knowing those, or getting familiar with those, and working with other people, I think is a big is a big part of how do you get successful in an organization. It's like that's what I have always loved about the people that I've worked for in this organization because there's been mentoring going on, and I've done you know a lot of learning. Um, by working under some great people within this, within the organization. So I think the, those relationships can go different ways and have different dynamics, but you're, you're right. You're in there with those people every day and they are not only your team, but they're also your backup and they're your family. And then, you know, uh, even when you're traveling, they're a, a, a companion or a conversationalist that, that help you get through um, times when, when you're either on the road by yourself or you're, you're, you know, you're working on a project with just a couple of people. So yeah, I think we get closer as we work more and more together. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, it's just interesting the time we're in right now. I've never seen it to this extent. You know what I mean? Just so many, and I'm not talking, you know, our specific organization. I'm just saying in the world right now, it's just crazy the level of change that is happening and it's happening at rapid speed. And I don't know if it's going to stop anytime soon, just with so much opportunity out there. And when people are throwing a lot of money and people are throwing bigger titles and people are being come after, I mean, at some level you got to, you have to understand that's just going to be part of what we live in for the next six to 12 months at, at least, I think. Yeah, and I think there has to be something, some things that organizations offer that aren't necessarily titles and money, um, because there will be organizations who can't do that. Um, That's right. They're constricted by their, you know, uh, the way that their organization is put together, or whether they're constricted by budgets or whatever. But there has to be other things as well, um, other benefits to working in that space. And I, I will tell you, I would much rather work for. 
you know, less pay and enjoy every single day than to be paid super well and, and just dread going in there. Cause I've done Being both miserable. Yeah. 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 I told Andres, I mean, really, I mean, just seeing Matt's face and my face, you know, a few times a week, I mean, are you sure it's worth it? I mean, they're, they're, you're not going <laughs> to, so he said his comment back to me was, well, I still want to assume to see that during the podcast, so I want to be a part of the podcast still, which was an interesting comment he made, and I'm going to put that on the table now. Andrew, you kind of made a comment that uh, you want to continue on and be a part of the uh, the podcast here. That is true, yeah, if you guys will have me. I think that was actually that was what I said. I said, if you guys will have me, I'll continue up that podcast and you know, being a guest when I can. But uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm all for it. I love this stuff. So, oh, fantastic! Yeah, we'd love to. Ha- we'd love to have you anytime that you uh, you can do it, man. It'd be be fantastic. Now, I'm not saying we might not do other podcasts without you, and I don't want you to feel slighted oh, yeah. if that happens. But yeah, every time that you can join us, we'd love to have you. I'll just delete the accounts. I think I still have a login, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> what podcast? <laughs> yeah, what are you guys talking about? When we talk about if, if the topic today really is is you know. Uh, working relationships, then even outside of the office, you know, we've got all of this telecommunication stuff now. We've got Zoom, we've got Teams, we've got all this. And, you know, I will say that there there have been times recently where we've hired people and I have yet to meet them in person because we've been uh, communicating, but we've launched, you know, many successful projects together. We've done great work together, but we've actually never been in the same room together, um, you know, on a day-to-day basis. But a lot of those people I talk to regularly, you know, multiple times a week, and we've gotten to know each other even to the point of just, you know, be on a friend, on a friendship level. How you doing? How's the wife? How's, you know, tell me about your dog's surgery. What's going on? You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, I think the technology has enabled us to have relationships that are business relationships outside of the office that don't require us to visit. Now, when you can visit, obviously, you know, Tommy, you've been in the sales business for a long time. Those one-on-one personal visits or spending time uh, with customers and clients and all of that is really important. But when you can't, I think we can still maintain these relationships and it's not just a a cold text or whatever. It's actually, you know, the, the technology has really helped. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It's kind of funny on on the other side of that, on the customer side, you know, we've had to do a lot of that. Like today I've had, I don't know, three or four, you know, Zoom calls with different customers. And some of these customers I've never met in person, you know, the, the people in person before. So uh, dealing with that is, is interesting because you're so used to on a sales side, your very first meeting is always an in-person meeting to kind of get to know someone and really try to see if there's opportunity together. And so, Learning how to do that over Zoom and Teams uh, is really interesting because usually it's set up for a big meeting. You've got the time slot. You've got your own in person, and you get a good feel, and you're trying to do that over a, a Zoom and a Teams. has been interesting, but I'll tell you that you know after two years of doing it now, I think that you do create different types of bonds and, and relationship, and but it's it's just such a – I never thought that it would work, but I'm telling you it works. It's It's – you just and I think that sometimes what I'm hearing is maybe even more efficient. Doesn't mean you don't still need those in-person meetings and all that, but you're able to really get a lot done in a lot shorter amount of time. You're not traveling, you know. They're they're able to work faster. They're not having to go from office to office, and so uh, you know it's just been an interesting change in the way that you have to sell and meet and market even 
today compared to two years ago. And I think that, to your point, you have grown relationships with people that usually it would have taken at least a first in-person meeting, then the phone and all that can work. But uh, it's just an interesting transition that we've had to go through. And uh, I think everyone has, has really adapted at a very fast pace on that, too. Yeah, especially on a globalization standpoint. You know, when we're talking to people, you know, in, in, in Japan, we're talking to people in Australia, we're talking to people in South America, you know, in, in, in different places, in different regions at different times. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I, I love that the world suddenly had sort of a worldwide protocol. This is how you conduct this meeting. This is what you do. <laughs> and we've gotten used to cats jumping up on in front of the camera or kids walking in and all that kind of stuff. So, that part, I think, has been really great for humanity because it, it lets us know that we're not all just buttoned up all the time. There, there's a life behind, you know, what you're what you're seeing in the, the in the email. Uh, so I love that idea of of people being able to, um, you know, just be themselves a little bit more, and you get to know people a little bit more. Like like right now, I'm looking at and I'm seeing exactly what your uh, bedroom looks like while we're on this meeting and Andrew's <laughs> living room. You know, I, if if this were an email, I'd have no idea where you where you were sitting when you read it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're right. It may take a couple of years for everything to kind of settle and people to kind of figure out where they are, but it's a real good time for employers and employees to look at what they offer. You know, do you have the right people? Are they in the right seat on the bus? And, and some of these big sha- uh, changes and shakeups, while they are a little bit painful to go through, that shakeup, um, whatever comes out of it will bring growth. And I think that's important. Yep. I think you're 100% right. I think it's also interesting. Um, it's funny how you you see people, and we hired a a, a new um, a new uh, lady that is running our e commerce sales every day, reporting to uh, Dave Gans. And Autumn has just I've watched this person's job was this title, and I've watched this person want to jump in and help in lots of different areas. I've watched uh, my assistant Ashley. Same uh, thing, yeah. I've watched her. Her job is this, and I'm watching her wanting to take on more and help. And I'm seeing these employees that they're not being asked to do it. They're not being told to do it. They're saying, I want to come in and help and take on more responsibility and be a bigger part and do my part to make this uh, better. And I just, I've just recently have seen those two examples, but there's more people that I'm watching really try to come in and carry more. And I think that that is, to, to me, those are the people you're looking you're looking for. Those are the people that uh, you know are, are, are going to continue to be very successful as they're looking for opportunity. And um, I just think that it's great to see some of these newer individuals, Matt, within the company, trying to take on more. And uh, I'm seeing that here through some transitions and stuff that's happening. So awesome! Uh, it's really it's really exciting. Yeah, that's that's great. I love the idea of of new blood, especially you got so much energy when you go to a new place and you start new, um, especially when you're younger um, and really have something to prove. I think there's there you can focus on uh, you know what the goals are of the company, but even just learning about what the what organization you work for, what what their goals are, and what they're trying to do allows you to find your own place in that that space and and figure out how you can leverage that and help. I think that's one of the things that I see, you know, from, from anybody that we hire, um, you're really looking for somebody who's self-motivated, um, and really can kind of jump in and, 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 and maybe even see what needs to be done. That's not even being addressed on a day-to-day basis with new ideas and, uh, remove some old, uh, maybe some old things that you're doing that weren't very efficient. You know, let's stop doing that and do, do this this way. So yeah, I do like that, um, sort of turnover part of it with the, the new blood aspect of it. 
some b- people bringing new ideas and new energy to an organization. But that also kind of helps. That also kind of happens when the organization grows anyway. Say you this year we're going to hire 20 people and they're going to, you know, when they come in, they're going to have their own influence in the organization. And we're going to all have to figure out how to work together with, with the new people. Um, you know, it's interesting. I'm just going to point out a little anecdote. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are watching the, uh, the, the Beatles get back Peter Jackson documentary that's out right now, but Ooh, I saw it, it, but I haven't watched it yet. So fantastic. Um, there's a keyboardist by the name of Billy Preston, who's on all over that album. They bring him in and he's the only person really that has come in and played on multiple songs with the Beatles and acted as a part of the band. Bef- the day before he was, he came in, they fought like cats and dogs and they were snide to each other. And just, you know, cause they're just like brothers that have been driving around in the same van for years. Right. They brought in the new person and, and everybody was on their best behavior. Everybody brought forth new ideas. Everybody was re-energized. So to me, that's sort of an analogy of like when you bring a new person into a company, how that person's, uh, you know, with their perspective, they can bring uh, in not only new uh, ideas and maybe efficiencies, but also opportunities of ways that the union maybe even never thought of those things before. Beatles documentary was was fascinating to see that happen because everybody just stood up a little straighter, uh, you know, sat up a little straighter and, uh, and, and behaved a little bit better. What's that on, by the way? It's on uh, Disney, Disney Disney Plus. Disney Plus, okay. All these different, you know, there's there's so many different streaming services. You know, are you on Hulu? Are you on Netflix? Are you yeah. on Disney Plus? Are you on, right. this, are you on that? HBO Max? HBO all Max that stuff. now. Yeah. Prime. Prime, yeah, you got Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> ESPN, Ocho. What's funny is I think everyone like got onto that because they were going to cut their cable bill and they were going to save money to uh, <laughs> go on to streaming. And if you think about it, you start adding your Netflix and your maybe your HBO Max and all these different streamings that pretty close to spending what you were spending, if not maybe a little more at some point. You know? your cable. <laughs> I like the on-demand part of it, though. We have a uh, YouTube TV, yes. which is fantastic. It has all the cable channels. Yeah, you're right. You get 10 of those and you're at a cable bill suddenly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I've actually, I've only, we've only streamed. We've never had cable. So we've never actually paid for like a TV package ever. We just had Netflix for a number of years. And then as places added them, we added them with, so... Of course, Andrew, being of the new generation, <laughs> that's how kids today are doing it. So he's, he, he, you've probably never heard of a home phone then. So you've probably oh, never sh- like had a home phone and a landline. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a rotary phone. Come on now. Oh, yeah. With the big, long cord. Was yours wireless, oh, yeah. Andrew? <laughs> uh, no, it was not until much later. <laughs> you mean Paul McCartney had a band before Wings? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question, uh, Tommy. I got a question for you from a, a, a business relationship standpoint. In your career, you've mentioned a couple of people who you had great relationships with, as far as um, somebody that you could learn from, somebody that kind of brought you into the business. You mentioned maybe the first guy who gave you the opportunity, and then you mentioned uh, uh, Dave Kelly, who brought you on board, and kind of what the opportunities there were. In to today's environment, um, who do you who do you look to 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 be able to learn from and to uh, um, you know from from a business standpoint? Who do you talk to on a regular basis that you learn from? I know one of them was a friend of yours who just passed away recently. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Jeff Caton. He was a big one. Um, talked about him at the sales meeting a bit. Uh, he passed away at a young age. Uh, he was one of our rep firms for you listening um, uh, out of the east east coast. Um, I guess through Tennessee, um, uh, he was a, he was a great guy. To, he had so much experience. He'd, he'd been around in this business for well over you know thirty years, and he gave me a lot of 
uh, a lot of great uh, advice through all this. Um, you know, I'm lucky. I've got uh, I've got you know my father who's. Uh, it's kind of weird. There's like three relationships with him. He's, he's, he's my dad. He's, uh, he's my boss cause he's the CEO of, of the organization, but he's, he's, we're also just, just best friends, you know? And so mm-hmm. he's, he's been here for 30 years. And prior to this, he, he ran a rep firm. And before that he was in retail for a while. And, you know, me and him spent a lot of time talking and, and really strategizing together. Um, and you know, I've, I've got a lot of insight from him on just through the years of his experience. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, it's funny. I've got, I've got some people that are, are definitely not in our business, but have been doing different things, uh, for a long time that I, that I lean on. Um, and, uh, you know, but I, I will tell you this, Matt, regarding that, that, que- that question is, you get to a point in your career and, and you're that you're kind of there because you're kind of the leader of all the creative, right? And sometimes, and I may have spoken about this a bit, sometimes it gets a little lonely in a spot. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't it's not that I don't have a great team and that we can't strategize together and talk and 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 but there's a there's a point where you get to a level you know in the executive level or whatnot, kind of where I, I guess I sit now where you look around and there's just not a whole lot of people next to you. You know what I mean? And you're, you're looking to do exactly what you say. So you almost, you look outside of that. So I've got some of our, some of our, our business partners. Um, I've got a a great relationship with, with a business partner of ours that, that I spend uh, a lot of time talking about uh, business with Um, Mm -hmm. and not so much that they're they're you know, they're in our business of manufacturing and all that, but, um, you know, they, they distribute. And so I've, I've got a great relationship with them and understanding business in general and talking through their wins and losses. And, and, and I think that, you, you know, you learn through that and it may not be the products we sell or it may not be the exact business we're in, but they're in business period. And I think that right, you can learn, right. learn, learn a lot through their lessons and through their, you know, wins and losses. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, talking to several people like that. And I've got some very close friends of mine that uh, we, we, during this, during the nice time of year, we play golf and we go out for 18 holes and, and we share and we talk and we, uh, we try to learn from each other. And, uh, you know, I think that's an important thing that you said, Matt. And I think that it's funny you said that because yesterday I had a call with Ashley and she said, you know, that there's a lot of people that, you're not spending enough time with that would like to spend time with you. And I was like, well, what do you hmm. mean? I said, what do you mean by that? She said, well, your direct reports talk to you all the time and you're, you know, you're leading and talking and they, right, you know, they're, right. they're tough, but there's, there's a couple layers that maybe below them that a little time goes a long way. And I think they're looking for that. And so, you know, as much as I'm trying to grow and learn and take some advice and, you know, maybe take some business learnings from people. I think that it's also, I guess, not to forget that there's other people looking maybe for you to give that back as well. And maybe you're not touching as many people as you should be down the line. And I think that that was a good observation yesterday. And so I'm going to address it, but yeah, Mm -hmm. man, it's, uh, it's every day I wake up and, and one of my thoughts is, is, and I, I've talked about this, but I, I really do. I want to get 1% better, and I want to get better by learning. I read. I try to read a lot. 
Um, and I don't so much read books a lot. I do read books here and there, but I like to read data and information and try to understand and grow from that. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think it's important not only to continue to do that, but also to give back to a lot of other people that may want to continue to grow and learn themselves that maybe you're not going far enough down and talking and helping people get to that level. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right about that. And one of the things that occurred to me while you were saying that is, you know, Andrew, with his new position, suddenly we are peers. You have, we will now have the same title in different companies. So I'm going to be knocking on your door, buddy, and talking about maybe some commiseration or maybe some ways to, uh, to improve my, uh, my business acumen. I probably have more gray hair than you though. I know it's blonde, <laughs> but it's a lot more gray, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, yeah, I agree. It's, it's really interesting to see that. I, I think Tommy, I think your reach is a lot greater than you may think. And I think Ashley nailed it with that observation. So that's really cool that she noticed that. You have to think about that because you're right, Tommy, when you get to a certain point, the peer group shrinks. Um, and you know, you start to look outside and I know like the CEO of our company has a CEO group that he works with, um, because those guys have sort of, they figure out the solutions to problems together. They can also, um, just speak to things that maybe people that aren't in that position don't understand. Uh, analogy that I would make is when you're in a room with a couple of musicians, they always tend to gravitate together like magnets and have a conversation because they have a shared experience, whether they've been on the road together or tried to make music together or whatever. Those shared experiences I think are really important. And a lot of times that happens only with your peer groups or maybe somebody directly above or directly below you but yeah you're exactly right there's a quote that i that i um i share with some of the team and and actually some you know just friends of mine and it's uh, it's a quote from abraham lincoln i don't know if you've ever heard this quote but it says this things may come to those who wait but only the things left by those who hustle <laughs> and i think it's an important quote because uh I think that it's, you know, it's, if you think about like where we're at today and we're talking about relationships, we're talking about getting better and all that. I think that, you know, we're, we're, we're not waiting. We're, we're going and Andrew, yeah, you may be going somewhere else, but what I like is, is you kind of are living that quote that I really try to live by is I'm not going to wait for someone else to do it. I'll take the scraps they can take my scraps. And I think you taking on that opportunity and not just walking, but running to it, I think is, is, you know, I think that you made the right move. And I think that, um, you know, Matt on your side, how, how awesome is it? Because look, you got someone that was working for you that was doing a fantastic job and now they're going to that type of level. I mean, the gratitude, yes, it's tough at this moment, but right. there's a lot of satisfaction knowing that you've got people around you that are now, elevating to serious levels. And, and I think that's because of exactly what Andrew said at the beginning is I think that you've got, you've got this personality and this spirit that is infectious. And I think people appreciate how your mind works. And I think that, you know, you're inspiring someone to go be better and greater. And I think that that's something you should be, be really, you know, it's an admiring trade of yours. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I, yeah, I do, you know, it's, it, and I knew when we hired Andrew that he was perfectly capable of doing my job. <laughs> uh, but I love the idea of, of being able to work together and, and, and both of us learning from that. And obviously we wish you nothing but the best on your new venture. Um, but 
yeah, going back to the agency side, man, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. Talk about hustling. It's uh, it'll be you'll have not just one client, but many many <laughs> clients. Yeah, I, do. I mean, I, I like that uh, dynamic. I think that's that's a lot of fun. To I mean, this it's it's felt like a vacation. I always tell people that when I came to Clips, it's just so much. Uh, it's not necessarily a slower pace. It's just, uh, it's on our time. Like we create timelines. We're creating this, you know, this pace for ourselves and sure it's faster than, you know, most companies as we kind of move into new ventures and new products and all these things and holiday promos and all that stuff. Um, I think it's, it's interesting that I'll definitely take a lot of this, these leadership kind of cues that you kind of set up or how you kind of lead and use that as my example. Cause I feel like I've learned a lot of what not to do from previous creative directors and associate creative directors and art directors in my past. Um, and there's, you know, stories miles long that I could tell you about how <laughs> awful some of these humans are in general, but, uh, and it, it's not necessarily that they're just bad people. They're just, they just didn't have the tools or the people ahead of them to learn like I have. So I think that's kind of one of the benefits I have going into this next role. So you know, one of my biggest problems, guys, that I have is I think that I get too close to a lot of a lot of these people that work for me and that are in this company. I think I, 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 I care so much about them all. I want them all to be so successful. I, I like literally get to know their families, their spouses, their like, and I think that it's one of my most difficult things I have to deal with is in this whole work relationship thing is it's not that I can't separate personal and professional. I think it's, I spend so much time with all of them. And, um, you know, as, as Ashley said that yesterday, I'm like, but I spend so much time with these people and I, now you're <laughs> telling me I need to spend more time. <laughs> but I started to think, you know, maybe there's just, uh, maybe my time I need to spend differently or, and, and what I need to do with it. But I think that it's, it's it's just a lot of passion there for all these people, and I I truly care about them. That's why I host this Christmas party. That's why I all these things is because I truly love and care about each and every one of everybody that works for me and and works for the company and you guys. And I think that's a diff, it's a, it's a difficult thing though when you're thinking about this works workplace relationship thing is you can find yourself where you just get you're you're just they are fans, it's almost an extension of family at this, not just work family. It's like, oh, they're just an extension of the family at this point, you know, and, and trying to figure all that out. I don't know. Cause some of these people truly, I mean, you know, they, they are family, you know, and I right. think that's a difficult, that's a difficult thing, you know? Yeah. Some of those people, if they showed up on your doorstep and needed a place to stay, you'd be like, move right in, man. It's, it's totally cool. We're fine. Yeah. I will tell you that, that's right. you know, to me, I think there's, there's a, an interesting dynamic. You know, there was a time when I was not a, a good manager at all. I was a horrible manager. And that was mostly because um, I did not understand in the workplace dynamic that at all costs, do not seek drama and minimize drama because that will take up so much of your time. If you can remove that part of it, and I and that's one of the things that I tell my kids from a family standpoint. You know, you talk about your work life and your work family being, you know, you're around them as much as you are with your regular family. If you remove the drama part of this and we just have normal conversations and the goal is not to escalate, but the goal is to solve the problem and move on, then it becomes a totally different dynamic. And that to me is you can build friendships out of that that aren't um, – 
that don't end up being suspicious or you're not waiting for the other shoe to drop or you're not waiting for them to say something that's going to make you mad or whatever. You can just trust that that person's always got your uh, best interest in mind. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. And I think that, you know, it's, it's um, the drama of the workplace (laughs) with everyone is one of my struggles. There's, I always tell the team, like, like try to stay out of the drama, please. Like don't bring drama on. Don't be involved in drama. Like we have enough, you know, <laughs> you're right. I think that I guess I always look and I, I feel that everyone's got the best intention until they show that they don't, you know? And I think that that's what I tell the team is assume that everyone wants to win and be on the team and be a part of the team. And until they don't. Right. And, don't ever assume that somebody means bad or someone's trying to do bad or like give them the benefit of the doubt that they, they mean right on all of this. Right. And it's, right. A, it's something we talk about. It's something that I talk about with the team and they know that I don't want to deal with any drama and to stay out of drama um, and don't create drama. Right. There's right. Oh my God, workplace. The good thing has been is when you're not in the office all the time, there's a there's at least less chance of that to happen when you're yes. <laughs> more remote. And uh, that was one of my, one of the things I don't miss is when you're not in the office at all, I think there's less drama, I think. And, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's just part, I think that's part of all workplaces. Though. There's always going to be a little drama yeah. Yeah. and you got to deal with that. Yeah, but I, I I like the idea of do not seek it. Yeah. Don't try to make that a goal. You know, if it happens, deal with it or whatever. But what's the old joke on, you know, on uh, on slow days, we just attack each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> slow days, finding something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty good. I wrote that down, Matt. I, I always take notes during our episodes, and it's always interesting to find little cold quotes or little tiny nuggets, and that's a great one. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the, the number one thing I've learned just from managing people over the years. And not that I've done it a lot, but it's it's been, you know, especially don't throw a gasoline on the fire. That that just blows up in your face every time. So try to minimize the drama and encourage your uh, coworkers to do so as well. Yeah, and I've learned, you know, sometimes you want to you, you wanna respond to it. I think sometimes just, just you know, taking a pause, maybe walking away and, and really thinking through the situation and then coming back and uh, maybe with a little more clear head. Um, you know, through the years, it's funny. I think that where I'm at as a manager today compared to like two years ago, um, three years ago is, is really different. I think that you'll learn a lot. I used to get hot pretty quick and I've learned to, you know, just be a better listener. I've learned to not respond uh, as harshly as I used to. I just want to be like, you know, give it to them or yell or whatever. And I think that I've, I've just learned to be much more refined in my responses. And these are just things that take time. And I've, um, you know, now that I've taken on more, it's, it's crazy. I was trying to, I told Ashley, we were looking the other day, just the more direct reports you have and, and different departments now that I'm, that I'm involved in now. And there's just, there's so many different personalities. And I think just learning that, you know, it's my own advice. Like I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and the opportunity to, you know, to win and say, and I believe they all want to win. And so I think it's just interesting as you, as you continue to grow in your careers and you manage different people and more people. And I used to be kind of a more, I don't want to use the word hothead, but I would just, to your point, Matt, I'd explode on something instead of maybe step away, think about it, give them a better, give them a better response as a manager and give them more direction. And, and maybe it was my fault that they got to that level and I need to take responsibility and all those things that are kind of easy to, 
to not easy to stomach. I would just, you know, from an ego place, but I think from a manager place, I think it's, you know, something I've really tried to focus on and, and, uh, and be much better at. I would say that, that that's something that I've, I've done a better job at, uh, through the last couple of years. That's some personal growth right there for sure. Yeah. It's always interesting to see how much faster a lot of college students, I go back to my college and then I go back to, uh, IEPY or Heron and I talked to students. I went to Purdue last year. And talking to students and like seeing them, like they just want to go gung ho into the industry or they want to go straight into it. And uh, they kind of, all of them, after I talk to them and after they get a career, after they start working one, two, three years, they just don't realize how quickly they learn in the job. And like they just don't realize how fast paced everything is in comparison mm-hmm. to college where it's, you know, assignment one week, you know, it's just slowly building. You have one thing right. every week or whatever. And so then you look at it and you're like, yeah, we have like 40 assignments every week or every day. Like we're just trying to complete tasks left and right and trying to manage those tasks. And I think that's one of the interesting things that I always talk to students about. It's just like, just trust me, you'll learn so much more once you get into it and you'll start to experience that stuff. And I think that's the coolest thing about like, I got into woodworking during the pandemic and I didn't know anything about it. I, it was December last year. I bought a miter saw, never owned anything other than a screwdriver and a hammer. <laughs> and I've owned three homes. And so I, uh, it's funny that like, I, I got it and I'm just like, you just get into it and you start using it. And I was like, I'm scared as shit. I was, it's a flying saw in front of your face and putting your hands next to it. And you're just trying to figure something out. But, <laughs> uh, and then I slowly built, you know, bought more and it's been a year of, you know, trying to figure it all out. But it's funny that once you get into it and then you start to learn by mistakes and learn by, you know, practice. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny that I hired a contractor last year to do some built-ins and I just, paid him to do that last year. And now I'm like building them for my kids' closets at the same, you know, level of quality. And you're like, God, I could have done that last year if I would have just figured it out a lot quicker sooner. But yeah, it's just learn funny. as you go. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting when you when you talk about um, you know, I always look up to 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 the managers um that have that I've worked for over the years. Um, I had a manager recently within the past uh, five years, and Tommy, you know this individual, he's a good friend of yours. He gave me a piece of advice that I will never forget, and it was a very small piece of advice, but it said, if you don't jump on the response immediately, fifty percent of those fires will put themselves out. Yeah. And so now whenever somebody sends me an inflammatory email or this has to be dealt with right away, just give it a few minutes. So, you you know, that's a great uh, efficiency story of how not to be running around all the time, just swatting flies or playing whack-a-mole. Let it work itself out. Wow. That's really cool. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know he had any kind of profound type of statements like that, that he could say. So I'm, I'm interested that he said that is a, that actually, that is a very, that's that's wise. I, I yeah. he better. I hope he doesn't listen to this. But that is a wise, <laughs> a wise, a wise statement. I will tell you what. As you're getting ready to interview people, Matt, I was sitting here thinking about who's the last kind of few people I've interviewed. So Darren Jenkins was hiring a position. He wanted me to sit through the interviews. So we sit through. We got a couple people coming in, and you know, this one guy comes in. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Because at this point, I'm Darren's. I'm Darren's manager. So I'm wondering how do I help explain what just happened, how I would handle this? But the guy basically in a matter of a 15 minute period of the interview explained to us how much he hated his boss that he currently worked for. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. We're trying to ask you questions about this. And he kept going back to this guy. He did told us as he continued to hammer on his current employer. Yeah. I go home at night. And you know what? And he does this in the middle of the meeting, dressed nice too. He had like a suit on. He goes, I hit the wall, put a hole in the wall, thinking it was his face. 
I, I'm like, I'm like, um, security. Well, this has been a, this has been, this has been a good interview. Uh, we've really enjoyed getting to know you. And, uh, I, uh, I think at this time we've uh, learned enough and we can, we can move on from this interview and uh, nice to meet oh you. Oh my gosh. I looked at like this guy leaves and Darren looks at me and I go, do you have anyone else that we can interview? Is anyone else out there for the jobs or it was anyone, anyone else? I, like, I mean, we're asking good, good, solid interview questions about, you know, his career and what, where he's at, where he wants to go. And these, you know, some good things going on. And <laughs> he literally couldn't let go of what he thought of his boss and what he was wanted to do to him. So I thought that was, I said, Darren, it could have been, it could have been you <laughs> that he Gosh. was thinking about very soon, you know, that's crazy. So, so just as you go through interviewing to replace Andrew, Matt, I hope that you don't have any in-person situations <laughs> like me and Aaron had, and I definitely did not know how to to tell Darren to how to handle that other than let's just get him out of the door as fast as possible. Get him out of the building. And, and, and never talk to him again. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man, you know, it, the late uh, great comedian Mitch Hedberg had a, a really great interview uh, joke, which was he went in for an interview and the, the woman said, where do you see yourself in five years? And he said, I see myself celebrating the fifth year anniversary of you asking me this question. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, guys, uh, we have had a fantastic conversation today about office uh, relationships, and I'm so glad it wasn't about, you know, like office relationships. I hear you, Matt. I hear you. the same guy you were talking about a little bit ago uh, did come to work here and he did get married and they got married and uh, they're having a baby. So, I mean. It works out sometimes for people, sometimes too. Sometimes it works out. Fantastic. It works out. That's a different relationship than we're talking about today, though. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic, episode 13, yeah. Do, do we have a, uh, a, a charity shout-out today that we want to give on the uh, on the call? Yeah, man. I think, you know, we've, we've had a lot of really, really good ones, but I thought today, you know, it's something we've been involved in, and, and, uh, and I think that we want to continue to be involved in. It's Habitat for Humanity. Sweet. And, and, and I think Habitat Humanity is, is most of you may have heard of or know, but it's a global nonprofit housing organization working in local communities across all 50 states in the U.S. and approximately 70 countries, which is very wow. surprising. And their vision of the is, is of the world. Everyone has a decent place to live. And I think that's a great cause. And I yeah. think that, you know, you can, you can volunteer your time. It, this isn't just about money. It's, and my, my one of my close friends uh, has an office 20 minutes from us. They literally have, have built a couple houses as mm-hmm. their company. Their company has wanted to do that and they've done that. And I recommend it's not all about money. It can be your time and doing something like that. So I think it's a great cause, Matt. I think we want to support that today. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got it to give, Habitat.org is the place to go. And uh, they're looking for volunteers. You know, if you want to pick up a hammer and, and, and you know, put up some trim or whatever, even if you have no experience, they, they need people to help on the work site. You can also donate not only uh, money, but you can also donate fixtures. Um, say, for instance, you remodeled your kitchen and you've got a perfectly good sink. You can donate the sink to Habitat for Humanity and they will put it to good use as opposed to having it end up in a landfill. So they do a great 
great job of, of, of recycling and repurposing, but also, uh, you know, anything that you've got from a time standpoint to, to roll up your sleeves and help. I've done it a couple of times over the years. And I will tell you, it, talk about workplace relationships. You develop bonds with these people because they're handing you nails and you're handing them boards all day long. And you're, you're talking about life and all that kind of stuff, but you're enjoying some stuff with some other volunteers and everybody's happy to be there. So it's a great organization. Once again, that's uh, habitat.org. That's great. So yes, if you got it, give. You got the time, give it. And and what's great is that's in all 50 states and in over 70 countries. So anyone listening has the opportunity to be involved. And I think that's what's uh, really nice. And uh, it's a, a great cause. You know, Andrew, I guess this isn't goodbye from the podcast, but it is goodbye from PAC. We've really enjoyed it having you. Yep. You've been an integral part, and uh, you're going to be so- sorely missed by all of us. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been awesome. I love you guys. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Matt, as well, as always. Glad to be here, man. You can check out all of our podcast episodes on Spotify, the Apple Store, and anywhere quality podcasts are found. You've been listening to Closers Over Coffee with Tommy Jacobs.